This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, May 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Farmers head to White House. Dems undecided on USMCA strategy and EPA's WOTUS target date. Ag water use is down. Crop values are up. Over the last four decades, California's farm sales have risen 38%, while ag's water use has dropped by 14%. The Public Policy Institute of California, or the PPIC, ran the numbers for a new report on the state's water use published this week. The report points out that even as the ag economy has grown, the rest of the economy is growing faster. Where ag accounted for 5% of gross state product in the 1960s, it now contributes just 2%. The report suggests Central Valley farmers are not ready to fallow fields under the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act, which will be implemented next year. An increase in tree and vine crops, which need to be watered every year, is making farming more vulnerable to water shortages, according to PPIC. State and federal regulators can do more to protect fish and wildlife through drought planting, habitat restoration, and banking water in wet years, according to the report. Also on water use, the Bureau of Reclamation is raising water allocations for south of Delta districts to 70%. The Westlands Water District immediately responded, calling the decision absurd for not raising it to 100% during such a wet year. District Manager Thomas Birmingham said in a statement that these decisions affect businesses and communities in every region of the San Joaquin Valley. He said he hoped the Trump administration's push to update the rules governing the allocations will abandon these restrictions. Still undecided on who pays for safe drinking water. The state Senate passed SB 200 yesterday, which proposes a safe and affordable drinking water fund. The bill is similar to the governor's proposed trailer bill of the same name, which the Senate rejected in March. Yet SB 200 would be supported by the general fund, while the governor instead proposed fees on water users, fertilizer sales, and dairies. Also yesterday, an Assembly Budget Subcommittee approved a $20 million request related to the fund. The budget item will support drinking water emergencies and grants for critical water systems to meet safe compliance levels. Yet the committee set aside the funds that would go to the Department of Food and Ag for new staff to collect the fertilizer and dairy fees. The committee also deferred to the legislative bill process for the creation of a safe and affordable drinking water program. The drinking water issue is a top priority for both the governor and the legislature. The Senate devoted more than 30 minutes to a thorough debate on SB 200 and a marathon session that lasted more than six hours. SB 200 will now be heard in the Assembly. Trade aid hanging. Farmers go to the White House. Representatives of major farm groups are expected at the White House this afternoon for a meeting with President Donald Trump. The meeting comes as the administration is rushing to finish the new trade assistance plan and a resolution to the trade war with China remains elusive. Leaders of the American Farm Bureau Federation and major commodity groups are expected to be included, according to sources. White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders defended the trade package, telling reporters the administration wants to make sure that the farmers are being protected as we go through the process of negotiating new trade deals. Dems still mulling reopening USMCA. 
After a hearing yesterday, it's clear that House Democrats may yet insist on changes to the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade pact that would require revising the text of the agreement. Such a surgical change would ensure that Mexico follows through with implementing promised changes to labor standards, according to Representative Earl Blumenauer, the Oregon Democrat that chairs the House Ways and Means Subcommittee on Trade. He also left open the possibility of agreeing to stronger enforcement language in the implementing bill that Congress would consider. That could be done without reopening negotiations. Blumenauer said U.S. Trade Representative Robert Leinheiser will have to testify again in front of the panel as soon as possible. Here's another view. Senate Finance Chair Chuck Grassley of Iowa told reporters that it would be catastrophic for USMCA if uh, the Democrats insist on reopening it. He said he expects both Canada and Mexico to ratify the agreement before the U.S. does. Neither Mexico nor Canada would agree to negotiate changes, according to Grassley. New WOTUS by the end of the year, according to the EPA. The Environmental Protection Agency plans to issue a new definition of waters of the U.S. under the Clean Water Act by the end of the year. That according to the latest regulatory agenda released by the agency. EPA is working with the Army Corps of Engineers, but has taken the lead on the controversial proposal, which would significantly reduce the waters currently under the agency's jurisdiction. The February proposal, for which the comment period ended last month, has received more than 600,000 comments. EPA also is planning to issue a revised proposal on application exclusion zones for pesticides by September. The agency's 2015 Farm Worker Protection Rule included the AEZ provision to protect from exposure people who are in the area of pesticide application. Hemp regs due in August. USDA's regulatory agenda shows the department plans to issue a final rule on swine slaughter inspection systems by July. The department also said, perhaps optimistically, according to at least one speaker at an Organic Trade Association conference in D.C. yesterday, that it would have an interim final rule implementing the Farm Bill's legalization of hemp production by August. USDA also laid out its schedule for issuing interim final rules to implement other Farm Bill provisions. Rules for the Environmental Quality Incentives Program and the Conservation Stewardship Program are due in October. The rule for the Conservation Reserve Program is scheduled for November. A rule for the Rural Broadband Grant and Loan Program is due out in December. Some major non-Farm Bill proposals are due out any day, including an overhaul of USDA's regulatory process for biotech crop traits and new restrictions on food stamp eligibility. Keep in mind, target dates often slip. Democrats press moratorium on ag mergers. Democrat Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey and Senator John Tester of Montana have introduced legislation that would impose a moratorium on new agribusiness mergers. It's an issue that Democratic presidential candidates are using on the campaign trail already. Booker, who's one of those candidates, told reporters yesterday that everybody should be sounding an alarm right now about agribusiness consolidation. He emphasized the bill wouldn't reverse any existing mergers, although he contends they have driven down farm income and harmed rural communities. He said, I'm not one of those folks who wants to single out companies. Here's today's He Said It. While some commodities in California can choose whether to plant or not plant, our members need to have an available water source to keep their commodities and their permanent plantings alive. That Ian LeMay 
who will soon take over as president of the California Fresh Fruit Association, discussing ongoing water negotiations. You can read the full conversation with LeMay at www.agripulse.com. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, May 23rd, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.